For garden color from the ground up, start with the ground. Vigoro Colored Bark Mulch from The Home Depot. Now, three bags for just nine bucks. It protects your plants beautifully and maintains its color for up to 12 months in shades of red, brown, or black that really set off your garden, not to mention your spring. Bring on spring color with Vigoro Colored Bark Mulch. Three bags, nine bucks. Now at The Home Depot. More saving, more doing. Limit 60 per customer. Color selection varies by store. Good morning, everybody. I dig this. This is the Blinders Brave New World. I hope it's not copywritten. <laughs> or I hope it's not copyright material. <laughs> Good morning, everybody. What's up, Facebook? What's up, YouTube? What's up, Spreaker? What's up, Edge Radio? What's up, iHeartRadio? Live from Livmana Worldwide Studios in the heart of Little Italy, San Diego, this is Joshua T. Berglund's Morning Gratitude. Good morning, everybody. Happy Friday. What a freaking week this has been. Wow. Unbelievable. I am uh, so grateful to E360 TV, the Melissa Hall TV show, Livmana Worldwide, Soco Cannabis Creations, Color Evolution Cosmetics, Face Camp, Skin Care. Wow, good morning. Thank you, guys. What's up, Dr. Garcia? So if you're listening on the radio right now on Spreaker or iHeartRadio, you can come check us out on YouTube Live, or you can also check us out. I think we're YouTube Live. We should be. Yeah, we're... (laughs) I hit the play button. (laughs) We're YouTube Live, and of course, Facebook. Good morning. How are you guys? Uh, We have two... Incredible guest today. Wow, I can turn this music off now. I, I'm seeing pictures of Charles Manson on this video, and it's kind of starting to freak me out a little bit. Um, yeah, wow. Anyway, kind of an angry song, but kind of fun too. Anyway, we have two amazing guests today. And um, as you guys know, that if you're new to the show and you don't know or you're old to the show, uh, you've been with us for a little bit, you know that the biggest influences in my life have been my mother and grandmother. Um, my grandmother was awesome, just an amazing, amazing human. Um, but I grew up as a child, just absolutely not having a male role model. And by not having a male role model, um, you know, a lot, it's, 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 it's been a very strange thing as, as a man. And now of course I'm older, I finally do have male role models, but my mother has always been the biggest influence in my life. Um, my mother, I would be friends with my mother. (laughs) I would be friends with my mother, even if she wasn't my mom, if that makes sense. So I have this thing with women who step into their purpose, where women who 
have strength and who people who take on a fight that, you know, look, it's just, it's something above themselves. I love seeing women in in a position of power because I think they just do a great job. Um, And there's just something inspiring about that. And I I don't know what it is, but my mother, again, has always been my biggest influence. Um, She's just up here to me and I'm just blessed to have her as a mom. So I really get excited when I have badass women on the show, and I've got two of them today. I got two of them. Uh, really quick, want to give a shout out to the Facebook audience. Good to see you guys, Bradley, Randy. Great to see you, Aaron, Dr. Garcia. Great to see you. But let's get into this. Our first guest is Amy Turner. Um, and talk. <laughs> this is this is going to be fun. Um, Amy Turner, the no BS sweetheart, has a degree in psychology and is a licensed marriage and family therapist in the state of California, as well as a licensed alcohol and drug counselor. She has well over eight years of providing healing for her clients, yet she still still felt limited with what she was able to do working for someone else. Amen to that. That's why she created the No BS Therapy, because she knows that people want healing now, not years down the road. She specializes in rapid transformational therapy, which means her clients have breakthroughs during the very first session. Wow. She is the first and only person in San Diego doing this type of work, but she has clients from all over the world. No BS therapy is about calling BS on traditional see me every two weeks for years therapy, as well as calling. Can I do that again? No BS therapy is about calling no BS on traditional. I gotta read this again. This is fun. No BS therapy is about calling BS on traditional see me every two weeks for years therapy. That's what I wanted to do. Therapy as well as calling BS on your limiting, not good enough beliefs to create new empowering beliefs. That's a badass woman right there. All right, let's get into this. Ladies and gentlemen, the one, the only, Amy Turner. Welcome, Amy, to the show, everybody. What's up, Amy? I'm so happy. Wow, I had you turn way up. I was jamming to that song and <laughs> you you came flying through my mi- microphone. <laughs> How are you today? I'm doing great. How are you, Joshua? I'm it's Friday. I'm so excited. Um, I forgot we have to give away epic fighting tickets tonight for San Diego. So if you want tickets, share this video and then I'll just pick a winner. Um, great, great seats too. I'm excited. It's Friday. It's been an amazing week. I get to live in San Diego, and and I'm looking at the Coronado Bridge right here. What is not to be happy about? Exactly. Yeah, I, I mean, when we live in San Diego, it's, we live in paradise. We can't complain. That's amazing. So, first things first. What are you grateful for today? like you, people on your show, thought leaders out there, the people that want to make a difference in the world. And we want to, we have strong messages that, or they, they need to, but we all have strong messages that we just want to to help people and have everyone have an amazing life. So I'm so thankful for all of the books and podcasts and everyone just out here wanting to make a difference. Absolutely. I, um, I want to talk about rapid transformational therapy, but first, there's something that... So I have a really good friend named Matt Schaefer uh, who lives here in San Diego, and before I lived in San Diego, I met him at a mastermind event, and 
he described San Diego in such a way that it was like, it's like L.A. without the phoniness. It's like L.A., but everybody wants to collaborate and work together. And I was like, oh, my God, that sounds like heaven. And then I told him I'm moving to San Diego and moved. And I was so determined to move to San Diego. It made no sense at the time. But I'm like, it's going to happen. And, and I did. I moved a month later. And it was the greatest decision of my life. The, the spirit of the spirit of collaboration and, and helping and, and serving your way uh, before you, you worry about taking what's yours is, is ingrained in the culture here. And I've heard it's been like that since, I mean, for over 80 years, like since the beginning of San Diego. Do you, what, what is your experience with that? Like, it, it is a different breed of place here, right? Orange County, I, I loved it, but the people were a little bit more pretentious. And here in San Diego, exactly, it feels like, because I'm in Encinitas too, so we're oh, nice. in a very area of the <laughs> <laughs> uh, And it's just like, we, we all just want to help each other. We all just want to collaborate. We all just want to spread an amazing message. And so I agree. I agree exactly what Matt is saying about San Diego. So you, what, I want to ask you first, what got you, what, what motivated you to get your degree in psychology and go into working with marriages and, and fam, broken marriages and families? Yeah. So the funny thing is, is, uh, I wanted to be an actress my whole entire life. And that's why I almost moved to LA. And like I said, driving around LA, I was just like, there's no way I can live here. So I'm like, okay. I'm going to give up my dream. What am I going to do? And then I became a bartender for six years. And during that, I was like, okay, I'm not going to be a bartender the rest of my life. What am I going to do? And my, um, I asked my friends and family, and they said, well, Amy, you give really good advice, and you're a great listener. So I was like, okay, I need to be a therapist. And I, yeah, I went into to school to be a therapist, and... I loved it, but it wasn't there. There were still too many restrictions on me under the laws and ethics that we had, as opposed to now I'm a coach where we can treat people the way that we want to. Let me ask you something. And so you brought up something for me because you were talking about your friend saying that you gave good advice. Um, how good do you think your advice was before school <laughs> and after? Did school did school change the way you gave advice as a therapist? Yeah, but here's the funny thing is school taught me a lot. Taught me a lot about psychology and, and people and diagnoses and all of these things. But what I attribute to why I'm really good at what I do is because I found a woman who, she's a doctor, but she never got licensed because she didn't agree with the laws and ethics as well. And she's a shaman, too. And I found her, and she opened up my whole entire world to, uh, like, childhood wounds and how we all were hurt in some shape or form in our childhood and how to, how to actually, like, go deep into our shadow self, how to actually completely love ourselves. I didn't – what I learned in my study 
in my studies and my master's degree was good, but the reason why I'm so good at what I do is because I studied with her for seven years. Oh, wow. Um, so tell me, you, you get tired of that. You're not passionate about it. You're restricted. I get that. I don't like being caged at all. Where did rapid transformational therapy come? Like what inspired you to get into this study and start using this as the tool to transform people's lives? Yeah, so Joshua, this is such a funny story because I found a woman, um, if anyone knows, of Mind Valley, which is amazing. <gasps> Vision! Vision, yes! <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, tell the story. Where's my book at? Oh, I met him. I, I, I freaked out. I cried when I met him. No, I got a crazy story about Vision too, but go ahead, bring it. This is awesome. Okay, we'll talk about that later. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Okay, tell your story though, because I'm going to get geeked out big time. So, Marissa Peer is a featured teacher on Mind Valley, and she's the one that created Rapid Transformational Therapy. And when I watched her video where she said she can cure anyone in one session, I was like, who the hell is this crazy lady that said she can cure people in one session? And because I was so skeptical, I was like, all right, I'm going to take her course. I'm going to learn her method. I'm going to prove her wrong, and I'm going to get my money back. <laughs> and, yeah, and then she proved me wrong. I started practicing the techniques with friends and coworkers. Uh, with my coworkers, we're therapists, so we're pretty open with each other, but we're not that open. We have strong boundaries. Right. And as I was practicing rapid transformational therapy on them, they were telling me things that they've never told anyone before. And I was like, what the heck is this? So of course I've kept everything secret and confidential because I have boundaries and I'm just like, <laughs> But I was like, are you kidding me? My coworkers who I've been with for five years are telling me these deep things and crying with me in one two hour session? What is this madness? And then I was like, okay, I'm not getting my money back. Actually, this is money well spent. And that's when I knew, okay, I'm going to completely commit myself to only doing rapid transformational therapy, wow. to eventually getting out of my hospital job and just providing this for as many people as I can. Wow. Mindvalley.com. Or Mindvalley, but it's Mindvalley.com. Golly, that brings back memories. That's what... Ex it's expanded. It, I, the irony is, if you see the logo on the screen up there, that was born from Mind Valley, like the vision for my company that I had in my head that I didn't believe. Um, I didn't. I didn't know how it would ever. It would ever. I don't know how it ever come together or how it ever worked. It seemed too crazy. It seemed too out of box. I didn't have experience in half the things that I wanted to do, but it was like it felt like the right company to put together. And reading and doing a vision six step guided meditation and reading code of the extraordinary mind set me free. And so it, it's, it's, that was something. And I read that when I was homeless. So that is something that made me go, you know what? Screw, you know what brules are. <laughs> Screw brules and, and just go and just do it. You can do it. And so I, I have a, a deep affinity for or a deep affection for what they do over there at Mind Valley. That's incredible. 
Um, what are the biggest challenges in introducing something like, you know, the, the rapid transformational therapy? Because again, when you can make that claim that you don't need multiple sessions, we can come in there. I would imagine it's pissing off other therapists. It, I would imagine that there's some challenges thrown at you, right? Belief is so powerful too. I, I, it just, I, I remember I had my own money block and, um, and, and even just the beliefs and just the labels that I would give myself or other people had given me and, and how limiting that was because it altered, I allowed it to alter my course. And until I started really believing what I was called to do was a real thing and, and, and it didn't, I didn't have a chance until then. You know, and, and even the, the affirmations, you're right. I, I knew that affirmations for me wasn't enough. I needed to feel it and almost even smell it. Like when I, I was saying that I'm a good host or I'm, you know, I'm um, just whatever my affirmations were, I really needed to be able to visualize it, feel it, and almost bring me to tears to really, really get to that point of believing it. And I knew I didn't believe it until I couldn't feel it. In other words, when I see the, my point is this, when I saw the vision for my life and what I believed was to be the path that I went on, it brings me to tears. I have moments I can be at the gym and I see something happen or I see something fall into place and I can feel it and I can consume it and it makes me believe it more. Um, And it's been so powerful for me. How are you? Let me ask you something. I've got my Bonnie, not to call you out, Bonnie, but I care about you and I want to see you. I want to see you get help. 
Um, Bonnie really, really struggles with a lot of limiting beliefs. I'm calling you out because you're putting it on the wall. I can see it. <laughs> she has a lot of limiting beliefs. And for her, just getting to the visualization part might be a struggle. What kind of advice could you give to someone like Bonnie that could help her break through that? Because she, she really does have very, very, very limiting beliefs towards herself. Okay, so I guess the first thing I would do is if someone has a hard time just getting to that visualization, I instead, because a lot of times the reason why we have trouble getting to the visualization is we're so concentrating on what we don't want instead of what we do want. And so if we go to that visualization, we think about what we do want, immediately our mind can come back with what we don't want. Right. Um, and so, and there's one thing I always teach my clients is our mind always in the pictures we we say to our or the words we say to ourselves and the pictures we make in our head. And so if she has trouble visualizing, or if anyone has trouble visualizing, change your picture. Make it a picture of something that you want. Change the words into something that you want. Because the thing is, is it's like if you're gonna tell yourself, I don't want to be anxious, I don't want to be anxious, I don't want to be anxious, the only thing your brain is hearing is the word anxious, and you're gonna be anxious. So instead, it's you have to change it to, I want to be calm, I want to be free, I want to be successful, whatever it is for you. I love that. Is it is it important too in those affirmations to really not just say, I am bold, I am powerful, I am strong, but to say, I am a fantastic talk show host that one day, that will have a radio show in New York City and LA and be able to travel all over the world helping people, like to give it like a full run-on sentence. Is that a better affirmation or is it something short? And I'm just using an example because I really do want to travel the world doing this show. So I have an even better Woo! for you. I like it. And I learned this through Vision. So, and like I was saying, I'm, I'm going to be teaching Vision's Code of the Extraordinary Mind. So excited. So, I'll be the first one to sign up. I promise you. Yeah, I'm, I'm totally there. I, I figured you are. <laughs> I open it. Uh, but anyway, so what Vision taught us is, and he, he learned it from the other amazing teachers that he has on his platform, and it's the I am statements. If you say, I am the biggest talk show radio host in the world, and you don't believe it. Yes, I am. Sorry. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Immediately, your mind is going to reject it and show you the ways that you're not, right? Mm-mm. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm being distracting. I apologize. Uh, here's what you do. Here's every, every single viewer, this is a life changer for you, Joshua. This is a life changer. You ask your brain a question and you say, why am I the most talked about radio influencer in the world? Oh. Because our brain is a problem solver. Our brain wants to help us find the answer. So if you say, I am, immediately your brain will reject it if you don't believe it. But if you ask your brain, why am I, then it'll look for the reasons of why you are. Mind blown. I need a mind blown emoji. <laughs> I love it. That's a, I, I forgot that he's, I've heard him talk about this. He talks about it in Code of the Extraordinary Mind, too. Wow, I'm so jealous. When is this again? Oh, not yet. I'm, oh. This is a six-hour seminar, so I'm practicing right now. Hmm. 
well, if you need any help, let's make this happen. Because I, you know, especially if your vision can get here, because that would be awesome. He was... See you next weekend. Mind reunion. I'm going to... I start ALA next weekend. Dadgummit. Oh, well. You have to tell him I say hi. I got a picture with him, and it, I, I look... I, I, I can see my face. I'm just douching out, and like it just... Yeah, it's embarrassing. So let me ask you something. So you have this rapid transformational therapy... And, it, and you can fix people in, in, in one session, right? Or, or at least very few, if not one. And so that happens. Yet, in life, we always go through struggles, right? And I'm sure because you are doing such powerful work, you get... Um, I always like to think that whenever you're trying to do for others and you're trying to help other people, the enemy, whatever you want to call that enemy... The enemy comes at you to try to knock you off your course so you can go back and quit helping people. How does the enemy attack you? Ooh, oh, that's such a good question. Uh, the enemy attacks me by the, well, it, it's two things. It's the imposter syndrome and then it's also the comparing. Ah. Like, and actually, I'm glad that you brought this up because this is something I've been battling with the last couple of days and I have to like really center myself. But I'm a... Um, I'm a big researcher, and so anyone else that is teaching stuff that I teach, I'm constantly, I'm on every single person's, every coach's webinar, I'm on so much, and I'm just taking in all of this information, but then I compare myself, and I'm like, well, how am I going to stand out? What, what's different about me? Everyone else is teaching the same exact stuff, and then I beat myself up, and then I'm like, oh, well, no one wants to listen to me anyways, because they can go listen to this person or that person, and it's like... I have to bring myself back to Amy, you are unique. Every single person in here is unique. And even if we're teaching the same principles, some people are going to resonate more with the way I teach it than how other people teach it. Sure. I like that. And then you, you then you say, why am I? Da, 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 da. Yes. I'm going to apply this today, actually. When we... When I, when we get done with the show today, I'm just going to go, I'm going to why am I the heck out of myself today? So let me ask you something. What, what, I got two questions. What inspires you and what infuriates the hell out of you? Ooh, what inspires me? Um, don't give me any canned answer either. I really want to know. Don't say the sun and don't say all the nice people in San Diego, even though they are lovely. What? Don't. Give me a real answer. What inspires me? You know, my real answer is, is what I'm grateful for, too, is the other people that, you know what? Okay, now that I'm thinking about it, the people who are really willing to take a stand, who are standing up to some big corporations who are um, calling out some like models and practices we've had for years and years and years and everyone's too scared to call it out the people that are willing to take a stand the people that are willing to call those people out to get threatened with their family and and themselves and everything that they own because they're willing to stand up for what they believe in right those people inspire the hell out of me that's awesome i like that now what pisses you off want to care about people and they charge like five thousand ten thousand dollars to go learn 
how to give people miracles and you can just tell they're sleazy and all they care about is just making money from you like mm. i'm i care about people so much i i love being a healer i love listening to people and knowing that every single person matters every single person needs to be seen and heard and when i hear other people that are just taking people for their money i i get so angry i almost called this one person out on a facebook live and i stopped myself because I didn't want to go to that side. You, that so you, you don't want to do it. I no. I, I I struggle with it myself because I get to see behind the scenes of a lot of things, and I don't really align myself with any group. So, but I get access, and so you see things. You're going, oh my god, it's so frustrating. But here's the problem: those people still help people, and and it's just not our place to call them out, even though I really want to, even though. You know, it's and, and some people just have to learn tough lessons. Yeah, and I'm sorry, I talked over you, but no. that is such a good reframe. I have never heard that before, Joshua. So that like say that one more time. Okay, so and I have I can't take credit for it. Jared Greer corrected me because I was in a I was really upset and distraught because I, I was so frustrated seeing people getting taken advantage of and and basically falling for quote unquote false prophets. Um and and he brought up the point he was like they are helping people too like regardless of what their intentions are they're still helping other people if they're inspiring others to get out of their house and start living life regardless of maybe what their intentions are the facts are they're still helping them and 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 they'll be able to figure it out for themselves they need to be wise to what's happening around them. They need to be able to make their own decisions. And even if that, say that course that someone buys is just some refurbished bull crap, if it helps them, it helps them. So what I just said is not really quotable, but they are helping people too. And that's why we can't call, that's why we really shouldn't call them out, is how it was explained to me. And I've just accepted that to probably be the best method moving forward, as bad as I want to call them out. Yeah, yeah. No, I love that. That's such a good reframe. I should have heard that after I attended this, attended this guy's seminar. So, that's mm. good. Um, well, so I um, so I, I I love where you're going with that. Tell me, so you're going to get you you have this course coming up. What are some of your other goals, maybe outside of of your practice? What are some of your other goals that you either want to strive for or a, a vision that you have for your life that you want to pursue? Uh, what outside of your career do inspires you or, or that, that, that you have as a goal? I would say like my ultimate goal is I, I, I will be on a lot of stages around the world. Excellent. Where I, am, I, just, I think my biggest purpose here is for people to feel seen and heard. When we don't feel seen and heard, that's when we, we go into depression. That's when we feel like we're not good enough. And so if I can travel around the world and share this message and have everyone as much as possible in an audience feel seen and heard, whatever that's going to look like, that is, that is my ultimate goal. Love it. Okay, so I really appreciate you coming on the show. And I want to know if you had any... Like a, a word of wisdom, a piece of advice, or just a closing statement to whatever. Like this, the floor is yours. So if you have a rant, rant. If you have something that you just need to get off your chest, do it. If something's on your heart, 
Say it. Floor is yours. I said one. No, I'm just kidding. You can get two. You can get two. It's totally fine. You get two. <laughs> okay. So one of my favorite quotes is, we can always measure what we will lose, but we can never measure what we will gain. Wow. I say that to myself all the time. Ooh, I have chills. Ooh. It made my nipples hard too, but that's another story. Okay. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Please say it one more time. <laughs> uh, so worrying, so stop worrying because worrying is like meditating on chips. <laughs> Please make a t-shirt. Please. Oh my god. Amy, you, you <laughs> thank you so much. I, I am so grateful you came on the show. Make sure. Um, you plug your website or your Facebook page. You guys, please, um, like when she plugs it, you guys go like her page, support her. She's doing amazing work. I'm a big fan. I love what you're doing. So excited for what you're doing in the future. Anything I can do to support you and help you, let me know. I, yeah, I, I, I you're fantastic. Thank you so much. Oh, what really, really quick for coming on the show. Um, I need you to like really expand your mind here. Okay. This is important. It's time to think outside of the box. I'm going to give you a giraffe for being on the show today. A giraffe? A giraffe. A real giraffe. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. A full-size giraffe. All right. One that you are going to have to feed and take care of. Um, You cannot give it away, and you cannot sell it. What are you going to do with the giraffe? Fair enough. Okay. All right. <laughs> Sorry. That's the only curveball I ever throw anybody in. I just like to hear people's answers. Anyway, um, Amy, thank you. And have a wonderful Friday. You're terrific. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. This is so much fun. Thank you, everyone, for watching. Bye. I'll see you soon. Okay. Amy Turner, everybody. That was fun. She's cool. Oh, my God. I like her. She's great. Um... And I'm really stoked that she knows about Mind Valley. Oh, not only does she know about it, she knows it more than I do. Mind Valley is incredible. Incredible. It, I was researching mind hacking at like three o'clock in the morning one night and came across Mind Valley and then the six step guided meditation. And that just led me down this really a wormhole of freeing my mind and, and, and getting ready, getting rid of my limiting beliefs. It was so powerful. And um, so Vision, I don't look at him like a god or anything, but I do look at him as an exceptional leader and somebody that inspires me. And um, I learned a lot from him. So getting to meet him was really, really humbling. Um, Stephen, I'll tell you about it. Mind Valley. So, all right, you guys, really quick. Everybody listening on iHeartRadio, Spreaker, watching live on YouTube and Facebook. Good morning. This is Morning Gratitude. I want to give a shout out to our sponsors, SoCo Cannabis Creations. Go to SoCo.com. Uh, use promo code LIVEMANA 
and save 10% and get free shipping. If you have any questions, just message me and I'll tell you. Um, Color Evolution and Facecamp, thank you so much for supporting the show in A360 TV as well. Uh, good morning, Facebook. Robert, Stephen, good to see you. Uh, Bonnie, you're so funny. <laughs> you're terrific. Uh, Randy, great to see you. Nick Harris, great to see you, my man. Uh, Jeremy, great to see you. Michelle, great to see you. Bradley Reichman, great to see you. Uh, good morning, everybody. If, if you're wondering on the radio who the heck I'm talking to right now, I'm talking to the Facebook audience. Um, they're terrific, and you can join the conversation over there at Joshua T. Berglund's Morning Gratitude. Okay, so now we, got, we have our next guest, and I've actually seen her in the window for the last 36 minutes and just giddy because I see her smiling, and it just makes me happy because she's a friend. And um, But after reading her, <laughs> after reading her bio... I'm like, wow, this woman has uh, a lot going on, a lot of depth, more than I thought, and she has a lot to say. So I'm super stoked. Good morning, Robert. I'm super stoked to have my friend. She's smiling. Like I, just, the, the, I can see her smiling. Thank you, Amy. You guys go like her page, please. Oh, and share the video because I have to get, I have to get, I have epic fighting tickets tonight. Share the video and I'll pick a winner. Okay, and I'm giving away SoCo Cannabis Creations too. So yeah, share the video. Um, so my friend, Ashley Phipps Zellner, I'm gonna read some of this to you, okay? I'm gonna read this and I'm gonna torture her to make her delay. I'm not gonna read the whole thing because it's a novel. I mean, seriously, I asked for a bio. <laughs> I, got, I got a short story. But all of her lives were a short story. And <laughs> she's so long. Okay. Ashley Phipps Zellner was gifted in the talents of art as a small child. She's an amazing artist. As a small child, Ashley started using art as expression and a way of healing, mindful assessments, and as a tool. As a teen, she began noticing patterns in herself and people around her that could be changed. That was ultimately being taught to herself and others wasn't always best, right, or just. The awareness of such spiked her asses, I didn't fix the typo, <laughs> and take note to the knowledge and study of the brain, psychology, neurochemistry, neuroplasticity, does that mean you have a plastic brain? The body and interactions of people with others in society. This is a lot. I'm going to read one more sentence and bring her on. Ashley persisted on with a growth mentality, though many moments of her life, experiencing, learning, pushing through obstacles, pain and struggles. There's a lot more here, but I'm going to let her tell it to you. Ladies and gentlemen, my friend, the wonderful Ashley Phipps Zellner. Hi. <laughs> Uh-oh, you have no sound. You have no sound. Turn your unmute off. <laughs> oh, no. What are you doing? Talk to me. Oh, so while she's doing this, Robert, good to see you. <laughs> NoBSTherapy.com. The Facebook group is NoMoreBSBeliefs.com. And, yeah, thank you, Amy, for being on the show. She's, um, I don't know why we can't hear her. I don't know. I don't know what to think here. Um, so anyway, I, <laughs> she's going to do the phone. Oh, no. 
Yeah, this isn't this fun? Here, I'm going to kick her out real quick. Reset it. Hold on, we'll try her one more time. How funny. So now we're having uh, technical difficulties. Are you there? No, it's like talking to a, a, someone that can't talk. Wait, I almost said something I was going to regret. Um, uh-oh. You know what? Okay, so I'm going to read more about this. I can't hear her. Oh, no. This is terrible. This... Oh, well. So, okay, I'll read a little bit more to her. <laughs> she stands on the firm belief that we are not victims. Hey, if you go, Ashley, if you go into your messenger and just use the app on your phone and click that and you'll show back up. So I'm going to read a little bit more. Bear with me. You guys have to listen to my voice. I'm losing my voice, I think. Okay. Ashley stands on the firm belief that we are not victims. We make ourselves victims that our feelings and emotions, insights, and the past of people around us can be used to help us grow. Stop pointing fingers. Stop holding others or ourselves in shame. If we can do what we fundamentally grow, if we do that, we can fundamentally grow. Ashley is didactic. Be the change. Evolve. What the heck is that? I don't even, I, did I say that name wrong? Didactic? I'm just, I'm, I don't even know. Focus on educating yourself in individual groups, events, programs, and organizations around the community who are willing and set up to help, to connect. She will act as the informative voice and role to help and share tools needed to make change. She uses her own talents and knowledge of situations to reach people. There's so much more. I'm getting tired of reading. I'm going to start stuttering. No victim status allowed is exactly right, Stephen. Ashley, try the other app. <laughs> So funny. What's I? So everybody listening on YouTube or watching on YouTube can only see my face, so they don't even see Ashley just staring at the camera, trying to talk and have something to say. She's now sticking her tongue at me. <laughs> Radio audience, I'm sorry, you're missing you're missing the fun because Ashley, right? She's just talking. Are you gonna try the app? You're talking to me like I can hear you. <laughs> she is so badass. She doesn't need to speak. <laughs> That's exactly right. She really is. Um, Bonnie, you should hire Amy. I'm just letting you know. I think it'll help you. Steven, good to see you, my friend. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. So, what am I want to talk about? You know what? Um, I know. This is so funny. Technic you know, it's got to... It's just... I got to thank you, Robert, for that compliment. I really appreciate it. So I'm, I'm just going to talk for a second, if you don't mind. Um, I do really want to, um, I, I was talking about RSO yesterday, Rick Simpson oil. I don't know. How many of you guys know about Rick Simpson oil? I don't do, I don't know sign language, Robert. How many of you know about Rick Simpson oil? I didn't really know about it. I just kept hearing, when I got introduced to the world of CBD and cannabis, uh, when I moved out to, well, I knew about cannabis before, I'm not going to lie. But when I moved to San Diego, I got connected with a group that um, they, they grew RSO. And I started reading all of these studies about Rick Simpson oil and started watching YouTube videos on it. And about all of these people, and I'm not a doctor, I'm not a doctor, okay? I'm not making claims here. But over 5,000 cases of people being healed from cancer with RSO. Now, as I've shared before, 
as I've shared with you, that I'm a big advocate for CBD, um, also cannabis. I, 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 I really believe in it. I believe in the power of it. I love cannabis in the evening time because it allows me to sleep without pain medication. Or I'm, not, I'm sorry, without sleeping medication. Um, and CBD has been something that I've used that has helped me get off of psychiatric meds, depression meds, even stop taking ADHD drugs. So I'm a huge advocate for CBD and, um, and, and the combination of both, actually. So I got introduced to Rick Simpson oil a couple months ago, and I got to tell you something. I, it has been one of the, I, I really thought CBD was powerful and I was using SoCo cannabis as CBD and I love it. It's absolutely terrific. Um, I really, their cannabis products are really good. Full spectrum, the highest quality really. I mean, there's a lot of high quality products, but this one is the highest quality. But ever since that I've introduced RSO into my life, I got to tell you that I think I've even gotten better. I think my health has improved even better. I have um, a, a, some pretty brutal health conditions, just being honest with you. And um, I deal with really bad chronic inflammation because of it. And <clears throat> it is a pain every single morning when I get up, just that pain and I, like sometimes it, I struggle with energy and and also the other thing I struggle with that's been very very interesting is that I have adrenal fatigue and a lot of people don't know what that is um, I really can't explain adrenals to you other than a lot of men think they have low testosterone but actually it's their adrenal glands are shot and for people that are high energy or people that drink a lot of caffeine Odds are your adrenal glands are shot. Uh, I know mine are, and especially because of all the stimulants I did from the age of 13 on. Uh, that will tap your adrenal glands. And <clears throat> what I've noticed about using RSO is that it's kicked my adrenals back in and my energy levels have been through the roof. Now, since then, I've also been able to, um, several people have have asked me about RSO and I've been able to help them out um, from a lab that I work with. And it is, un, it is Robert, it's absolutely available outside of uh, California. Um, I don't see Ashley now. Ashley, come back. Ashley, come back. Click the link. Hold on. I'll do this. I'll add it real quick. But RSO is, um, I've, I've, helped, I've given it to a few people that have suffered with rheumatoid arthritis and I have another person that's going through cancer. And Ashley, I'm gonna I'm gonna send you a link right now. Another one. That's a fresh link. Click that one. Um, and I've given it to them, and they're greatly improving. Um, and and that's that's pretty that's pretty unbelievable to me. It's inspiring because osteoarthritis. I mean, you think about pain medication. Like when I take ibuprofen, my stomach is it's like my stomach's bleeding. I don't know why, but for some reason when I take that or a leave, it totally screws me up. Um, so I'm really digging RSO. I love it. So anyway, Ashley's here. I can see her again. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, um, if you guys ever want information or if you want to know more about RSO, let me know. I'm more than happy to help you out. Steven, you the man. All right, remember, we're giving away fight tickets tonight, epic fighting. It'll probably help if you live in San Diego or near, um, because unless you want to fly in for it, which would be cool. Uh, yep. Yeah. Cool, man.
Absolutely cool, Chris. Um, but <clears throat> also, we're giving away Soko Cannabis Creations a product. So share the video and you'll be entered to win. All right. And if you haven't liked this page, like it. Let's bring Ashley on. Uh huh. She has a voice. We can hear her. What's up? How you doing? So, Amy was great. And the whole time I was on camera with you, but I could not obviously connect. When, well, I could see you the whole time, so we didn't know until I was live that I just couldn't speak to you. I know. I saw you. I, I was looking at you, and I was trying to, like, I was making, when I was talking to Amy, I would see you make faces. And... She great, some great points. I actually loved her. Why didn't you take notes? I'm just giving you a hard time. Um, how are you this morning? I am well. I am well. <laughs> it's good to see you. Um, well, hey, first thing before I get completely distracted, um, what are you grateful for today? What am I grateful for? Hmm, strife. Overcoming it. What strife? What strife are you grateful for overcoming? And then it's learning experiences. Hmm. Do you know what I feel that just came up? Did you just what? did you just surround yourself with a wall? You're being oh, guarded wow. now. You're being guarded. Huh. How so? What strifes in your life are you grateful for? In particular, yeah. that's what you mean. Get yeah. down, get dirty, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Childhood. A recent strife that you're grateful for. Oh, um, co-parenting. Really? Explain. Yeah. I think people think that um, they have this misconception that things are going to go and flow the way we want it. Um, or that they have a plan and this plan is going to play through. And like... She was saying, you know, you, you speak affirmations to yourself and you tell yourself this is going to happen. But there, there is a difference between dreaming or faking it until you make it and actually holding a vision and knowing what you're capable of and being grateful for the now um, that happens. I like that a lot. <clears throat> so a lot of people that are watching right now know you and or they, they, they know they Facebook know you or they know you. <laughs> But for those who don't have had not had the privilege of, of, of following you and looking at your, um, you know, the, the messages that you post and the inspiration and the very thoughtful, thoughtful messages that you post, tell people, I know, but they're, they're thoughtful and they're beautiful and you're in your worth. I hate saying following. There's got to be a different word. People that are your friends on Facebook or, or social media. I really hate the word followers. I don't know why, but I just don't like it. Anyway. I know why. Okay. Yes, I know you know why. Anyway, what, like, for people in a nutshell, for people that don't know you and what you're about, please fill in the audience. Because it's, a, I, I will not, I can read your bio word for word and read it perfectly, but that is not 
really like that is not going to truly express who you are the way you can and why I adore you. Quit talking to Ashley, please. We're doing an interview. Like, come on. Golly. Anyway, d- keep going. <laughs> okay. Well, so who I am. Um, I am quite a lot. Uh, but I'm lately I've grasped the whole point and just being yourself and how that is, that's what matters. So yes, we have these affirmations we tell ourselves. We have these this destination, which I think, you know, the, the laws of attraction and, and where you put your mind and your energy is where you're going to actually pull into your life and where you're going to go. But um, I think people forget to embrace where they are at and love themselves in the now. And through, like I said, these tensions and stuff in life, and it's not bad. So I'm not like speaking bad of my past. I think after you come to the point of resolve or... Um, Not closure, because closure is not even the right word. But uh, once you get to the point where you're at and you're grateful where you are and you have that hope still because you are the I am, uh, you find this beautiful okay with everything that you went through. So that's me. I am still growing and I'm still learning and I like people for being who they are. And of course, with that, I'm going to embrace who I am so they know that. Yeah. That's beautiful. So what do you do? I mean, are you an artist? I know that you're an artist. You're a wonderful artist. Do you do that full time? And outside of being a mother of uh, two really beautiful kids? When you go through stuff, you kind of make sure, or when you go through problems or strikes in your life, so mine in particular is like um, being dependent or codependent on people or uh, getting into love and everything else because I'm a very vulnerable person. I put myself in that state at those times. However, um, <laughs> somebody had me message, sorry. I get to a point where I want to, or I just want to be me. So I'm holding on or grasping who I am and what that is. And I like learning, the knowledge of learning and, and growing and knowing I'm capable for doing things myself. 
and that has been my motives for a lot of things I'm doing right now. So if I have car troubles, I fix it myself. If I am going through some pain, I fix it myself. I, however, so I'll get back to the point. I'm very nervous. <laughs> Why? There's no one watching. There's no one listening. There's no one listening on iHeartRadio or Spreaker or watching on YouTube or Facebook. No one. Um, no one at all. No. Just You're just talking to me. That's it. So, I do art, yes. And then I do secretarial work. And I push for change. So, um, I help organizations here. Or I, I take my time to help people. And that is where my time goes. My kids are a huge asset to me. They are a huge blessing. Um, children in general, like uh, a blessing, but yet, you know, you hold account for them. You, you're there. So, yeah. She is an artist. Um, she paints, yes? So, yes, I do paint. I paint, I, I cast, I do moldings. Um, I do artwork out of string, out of cement, out of welding. So, I also make uh, lights. Uh, uh, wow. Uh, metal and cement. Yeah. Robert says, if given the opportunity to go back in time, I would refuse. I love who I am now. Even though I, I still have some limiting beliefs to work through, I can do what I do now because of Sarah coming into my life. The universe is... Wow, with the universe's assistance and her finding me via YouTube, which allowed me to discover what it means to be happy, that didn't happen until recently. In the past four or so years, and I am now 50, I'm, I'm, it's never too late to find that happiness. There, a mini book comment for you. Well played, Robert Brooker. Well played. I love being me. I do so unapologetically. That's amazing. Um, so what type of organizations do you volunteer for? Because, I mean, you have, uh, I mean, you, you do, you really do, I mean, when you say you do a lot of stuff, you really do do a lot of stuff. But what, what organizations are you passionate about serving? Okay, so when I learned about myself and I learned who I was, and, or still am learning, um, we find our struggles and where people are, I think, that there's a need. And my whole thing is also finding a need knowing everything yourself, and then doing that. So it's almost like feeding the light. It is my sense of affirmations as well. Um, when you were talking about to Amy and uh, how you said, she said, like, you know, you, you, you state where you want to go. You state the direction you want to go in. Well, I do that with my energy as well, meaning um, if I, you know, if I've had burdens in my life and, you know, like, um, he stated how he doesn't look back on it. Um, you recognize that there was, or I recognize, had recognized that there was instances where I could use help in certain areas. Um, so mine is empowering women, so they have a voice. Um, I there's a encourage here in in town of Manitowoc, and uh, they are there's places or there's roles and tools in place that I'm not always aware of, or I have not always been aware of, and I think it's good for people to be able to or bring that to light where you can um sorry uh where you can go with it okay 
I have to retain myself. So I have somebody in the room with me, so it's very hard for me not to get distracted. <laughs> um, anyway, so uh, what I mean by that is I needed help in certain ways. So when I see the need over here, there is um, places that I was never aware of until I made myself aware of. Right. And a lot of places that are public, um, public information or resources, you know, they are there, but they have a hard time getting their, their word out. And so it is. it could be something as small as I am around the neighborhood and my neighbor needs, you know, help shoveling their driveway. Right. Or it could be something big as, as the, um, you know, the organization for like Encourage and how they are not getting their word out as much as they would like to, but they're doing this these great things that can provide so much help for women who need them or who are afraid or frightened and don't know where to turn. And that I see as a need, okay, well, how could you help? I can help by, you know, showing this, um, place and what they do and how they can help or assist other people and bring to them. Um, so that is where, and I'm glad I got to compose it because it's hard to have you talking to me and then someone else talking to me. Stop talking to Ashley, please. Um, (laughs) so I, okay. What, I got two things actually. Um, how do you, how do you guard yourself? Because you're very, very giving of your heart and you're very giving of your time and, and, and really your emotional energy. How do you protect yourself from vampires, so to speak? That was a good question. Um, so I am a very giving individual and I like that about me. And it's one of the things that I love about me, and the capacity to love me is there because of it. I think um, love is vulnerable, and it should be. Um, but like you said, the guards, I've, I've wrote about this many times, but I think we can assume that we guard ourselves from our past, like the shadows, you know, you know something about yourself and that's where you fall, um, or that's your weakness. However. They sometimes interlock, um, meaning, you know, if you're a giving person, that's not necessarily a downfall for you. Um, so to protect yourself, I would be take time and patience. Um, things that usually take time to soul, because um, real recognizes real or the whole. Um, <clears throat> After a while, people kind of display who they are. <laughs> Isn't that the truth? And you can recognize that and get that. So it's not always a fly by the seat of your pants, um, you know, go downhill. I mean, there is risk involved in everything, but um, you pay attention. You you be mindful and you keep your heart open, but your eyes and your mind in tune as well. You kind of watch for things. That's how I would best describe, you know, paying attention. What do you, what scares you? What scares me? You know, it's funny because to 
I'm actually happy that you're happy. But um, what scares me is staying the same. I love uh, that. You learn when you you go through things that there's this there's give and take in life. And um, sometimes when you, you're down the wrong road, you're still on the same road because you're afraid of, oh, well, something could be worse after this. Or, um, you know, this person doesn't like me and, you know, it's okay, I'll keep here because this is what I know. And this, this awareness of where you are at is acceptable to you because you're afraid it could be worse. But you're actually creating it, like, you know, the words of affirmation, like, but you're actually creating negative effects because you're thinking, I don't, I don't want any change because it could be worse than this. So I think it gets stuck, and that would be a fear. But I think you have to. You have to grow and pull to keep going. What inspires you? People who've kept moving. Myself, for keep moving, or for kept moving. Um, people that follow their heart and who are authentic um, in it. Um, I think many people, they take a stance because it's like an awe moment, or awe-inspiring, or it's dramatic. And then they seek this entertainment and not this value that really comes with, yeah, you know, it's it's not the most pleasing or aesthetic, but it's me. I like the, oh, it's not pleasing or aesthetic, but it's me part. Yeah, beautiful chaos. Um, Steven says, I hope people don't asses me much. <laughs> I hope people don't assess me as such. I am a work in progress. I believe in me and love those that are down for my evolution. Makes sense? Absolutely. Uh, Robert says, I protect myself now after a recent attack with the help of my friends, one of whom will, si will size someone new up with me and share with me their impression. And I trust his judgment. He has been on, earth this, earth much, on this earth much longer than I can. I can't talk. And I, much, I can, really can't even freaking read. I... <laughs> I still haven't gone to the doctor and my eyes wanting to dry up on me. Uh, Bonnie says, there are days we just want to give up and there's days you want to find that life you were meant to live. Yeah, absolutely. I think when you are afraid of something you run, you ran to the paint. Ran to something you ran to paint. I, oh, oh, I think when you are afraid of something, you run to paint. Do you, when you, do you paint when you're afraid? Uh, no, what happens actually is I use it to um, gather my thoughts, gather my stuff, or to express or voice a voice that I, I was thinking or in my head. It, it's my uh, meditation. It's um, what I do for being able to say something that you can't always say. Right. Um, and it's funny because I was on mute for a while, and it's serendipitous kind of because, like I said, the same, the same, the same, you're Spot and not being yourself to take that have that voice taken from you I mean to live is that is to live you have your voice you get to say it, you get a chance you get to take it and that that is yes beautiful but um so when I paint 
I usually paint when I'm deep in thought. So it usually is an emotional drive. Usually it is something that I feel like soul um, turning or having to do. So yes, uh, I do paint when I'm in pain or when I'm like going through something. I also paint when I'm happy too. So yeah. No, that's, I mean, that's great. I don't know. I, I, I'm assuming that's what she was asking. Um, we have, it's the cool thing about this, one of the blessings about doing a show that is, you know, on Facebook and YouTube and, and, and iHeartRadio is that you get, we get people from all over the world that it's accessible to this. And so sometimes people that are speaking English as a fifth language and things like that, it's, it's impressive. But, um, I'm just, and I'm grateful for all, uh, like Enos is an incredible person. She lives in Jordan. Um, just awesome. So I am, um, I, I, I really have gotten, you know, to know you a little bit and I am just amazed by anyone that's as tender hearted as you are and yet strong is, is inspiring because it's such a, People think to be strong, they need to be hard asses or, or to be gruff or to be just, you know, and it's not true. Um, and, and you're proof of that. Like, I've always admired that about you because you are a gentle soul, very loving, but the strength is terrific. Uh, or it, the, the strength that you, you have is admirable um, and, and inspiring. I, um, what, are, what are things that you know, for you, when you're, when you, like, you, you're so giving of yourself, but what is something that you selfishly enjoy that's just for you and you alone? Is it the painting? No. Um, selfishly enjoy Me think. That's a good question. Um, I am kind of an introvert, so I like being at home when I'm thinking. It's weird because I, I love people, so I, when I'm out with people, I enjoy it. I you know can do everything else. It's weird, this kind of energy right now, but um, but I selfishly enjoy my children, family time, and assessing. As what was the last one? Assessing myself, and asking right. <laughs> And to be in the comfort of my children and nurturing the thought and to, you know, like affirm myself, that's my, that is my ego time. That is my simple pleasures. That's pretty selfless. (laughs) That seems pretty selfless to me. What? I'm still thinking of that acid part. (laughs) What's the worst habit you have? Mm, habit. No, why are we talking about horses here? No. Because <laughs> um, I'm try. I'm because it's my show, and I want to ask questions. Please do. <laughs> Being yourself and people embracing it, but there is a point that you just I overthink 
I overthink or I get stressed and you know I used to stutter actually until I was in second grade I um, couldn't say sheep or a lot of things and you realize that once you overthink it you give power to it and then it just doesn't come out what what is your favorite quality about yourself favorite quality about myself you know you know I'm gonna say I love um, that is my favorite something you haven't something you haven't shared yet my resilience Ooh. for you know getting to a point of thinking that I can't go anymore and then living past that and then really nice re- realizing like oh crap yeah you can do that you can even do more I like that part if you could live anywhere in the world where would it be This is what happens when you give me short answers. I just start giving you questions. Well, short answer? I'm not known for short answers. <laughs> I think, and this is going to be a long answer, I would love where I'm at. The reason is I think people look too far into the future. They look too far into a destination they want to go or travel. And then once you get there, they're like, oh, let's send the hotel. Or, you know, let's go climb up the mountain and they're climbing up the mountain. They're like, oh, this is resilience or resistance coming up here. This is a long trip. Or they get sunburned or something. I think if you embrace where you live in as you recognize the things around you, you, you know, even I'm in a, um, the library, but you look around and you actually embrace where you are, that is where you should be at. And if you want to move from there, you move from there and then you accept it and you love it for where you're at then. Robert says, I would live exactly where I am now. There are cool places in the world to visit, but this is my home. Yeah, I feel the same way, but I live in San Diego, so I, like, which I think is the perfect place. It's definitely not that bad. Um, <laughs> I live right next to Lake Michigan. What now? I live right next to Lake Michigan. It's that sounds cold. Beautiful. That sounds so cold. Oh, my gosh. I, I, okay, last question. <laughs> what world problem do you feel most compelled to solve and why? I'm, I'm, like, I'm asking questions like it's a Miss Universe pageant, just for the record. Um, so, but no, <laughs> in all seriousness, what problem, what problem, like world problem, do you feel most compelled to solve or are you most passionate about having a positive effect on? A lot of, you know, I take this side, so this side must be right and yours is wrong. And um, then people getting caught up in, you know, like I said, they're like Amy, you know, had a good point about, you know, the shadows of yourself. Mm-hmm. You reflect off of other people, so what you're hating, you're ultimately hating yourself, what you see in other people. And um, to have the capability to be okay with people having different opinions than you, right. have different insight or experiences than you, or the same, but then recognizing that some of the problems that you're seeing in other people, you're noticing because you have them yourself. 
and I, I've stated that say this before because it's like empathy in the reverse. And you, if empathy is you know empathy is real, there is a point where you you get this feeling that um, um, like disgust and all this other stuff that you project in other people. You think, oh, I can't, I couldn't do that. You know, it's it's like empathy. You see yourself in them, and to do that means that you have some soul seeking or searching to do within yourself that you have to maintain or heal or grow through. And so if I think that there's anything that's fixing the world, I think it's a lot more of a blame game Ooh. Um, to come down. Yes. Wow, I love that. A penguin walks into a bar wearing a sombrero. What does he say and what does he do? A penguin walks into a bar. Hmm. <laughs> um, I would like... What do they say when hold the ice? But he wouldn't be hold the ice. He'd be like whiskey and ice only, or hold the whiskey. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> that's actually funny. Is it? That's funnier now. After. <laughs> oh my gosh, Ashley, um, you're an amazing friend, and uh, I'm so happy that you came on the show today. Thank you. Do you have any last words for the audience? Yeah. Um, so you asked me for a while to come on the show, and I remember when, and there's always, like, things on the car. Um, I guess my last advice would be, you know, being who you are and, and loving it and, and being good to that because, you know, people are all over going to have these inputs of what you should do and how you should be. You're a little too loud. You're a little too... You know, soft, you can't, I can't hear you. Um, <laughs> um, what matters is that you are okay with yourself. Because otherwise we live our life in resentment. Um, doing what we are doing, but not because we want to. And there's a power in doing what you want to. Or at least acknowledging what it is that you would like to do. I love it. You're the best. Have an amazing weekend. I'll talk to you soon. You too. Bye. Thank you for being on the show. Ashley Phipps Zellner, everyone. Wow. Great show today. Amazing. Two amazing women. Um, such a blessing to have them on the show today. Such a blessing to um, uh, get to know you know uh, our guests a little bit more today. It's, it's great. Thank you guys so much for watching. Michael, Bonnie, Robert, Enos, uh, Bonnie, Victoria. Great to see you. Robert, Stephen, Michelle, Linus. Thank you guys so much for joining everybody on YouTube. Great to see you. Thank you so much for watching and everyone listening on iHeartRadio. Thank you so much. Again, share the video. I'm going to pick a winner in five minutes for the free SoCo cannabis and the free tickets to Epic Fighting. Um, I'm going to pick five minutes. Thank you so much for the compliment, Robert. Uh, everyone listening on Spreaker, everyone listening on the Edge Radio Network, everyone listening and watching everywhere. God bless you. Thank you. I appreciate you so much. And... Um, you guys just have the best weekend ever. Oh, pick up the phone and call somebody that you haven't called in a while and tell them you love them. Tell somebody you're grateful for them. And if you have the opportunity to help somebody, dadgummit, help them. Like, why not? Okay, so goodbye, YouTube. Um, you guys, amazing. Thank you. I am so grateful for all of you. Um, have an amazing weekend, and I'll talk to you guys soon. See you Monday. We have an, oh, man. Monday, we have a show and a half. We have the founder 
of Hookers for Jesus coming on, who's got one of the most amazing stories you've ever seen. She has a new book called Fallen, and it will absolutely change your life. Check it out. God bless. See you soon. For garden color from the ground up, start with the ground. Vigoro colored bark mulch from the Home Depot. Now three bags for just nine bucks. It protects your plants beautifully and maintains its color for up to 12 months in shades of red, brown, or black that really set off your garden, not to mention your spring. Bring on spring color with Vigoro colored bark mulch. Three bags, nine bucks. Now at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. Limit 60 per customer. Color selection varies by store.